What's up? What's up with it? You're listening to the Bad Cow Podcast, where no cow is too big and no beef is too small. I'm your host, Lindsay May Be Bad. This show features adult content and adult language, so listener discretion is advised. When I'm good, I'm very good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. What's up? What's up with it, everybody? Welcome to the Bad Cow Podcast show. First things first, before we get started, I just want to say thank you to the returning listeners who came back, the new listeners who stopped by. You both chose to have me in your speakers today, and I really appreciate it. As always, I hope you enjoy today's badness. Here we go. Separate everybody. Welcome back to our Women's Wednesday series. For those of you who've been following along for a while now, you know that Women's Wednesday is kind of a fluid concept at the moment. It's kind of ever-evolving as far as what we're going to talk about and how we're going to structure this, this series. Originally, it started out as a way for me to highlight other female amateur podcasters and their shows, just to give them a little bit of encouragement, a nod, a wink, a whatever. Um, and then I ran out of amateur female podcasters to do that for. So now I... Uh, now, uh, well, last week's episode was called Power of the Pussy, and that was more of a female-focused concept, and that's kind of what we're going to continue today, is just something that I came to learn about recently, and I'll tell you how. So, the other night, I had to call a lift to get home. <clears throat> Not an uncommon scenario I find myself in, still immobile. Uh, the lift driver, when I ordered the lift, said he was going to be there in eight minutes, Right. Like five minutes had gone by and it still said he was going to be eight minutes. I'm like, bro, what fucking red light is you at? What are you doing? And he texts me. He's like, hey, this is your Lyft driver. My bad. I was at the house. I'm, you know, I was wrapping something up, but I'm on my way right now. Okay, cool. I appreciate it. See you when you get here. So he pulls up in his Tesla and he's super cool, right? He gets there. He kind of explains to me what was going on. No problem, dude. You know, it's not the middle of the night and I'm not stranded on the side of the road. I'm not tripping. Thanks for contacting me. On with it, right? Uh, so I... Just to make the ride not so awkward silence type shit. I always, not always, I shouldn't say always. Sometimes I am not in the mood to talk. And if I get into the fucking car with my headphones on, take the hint, okay? But this night, last night, I was trying to just be kind of social. And I was like, so what other things are you working on? Is this like a part-time thing that you do with the lift? And he told me, yeah, he's because a couple things were on hold with the pandemic and different shit going on in the world. Right? Don't, nobody got no money. And But yes, he does dabble in other like streams of income. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Nice, sweet. And that's when he asked me the polite response, which is, what do you do for a living? Mm. I live. <laughs> but you know what? Today I was like, you know what, Lindsay? Don't be the frumpy fucking person. Tell him about your shit, girl. And I was like, I host a podcast. Mm. <laughs> he was like, yeah, what's it called? I was like, the bad cow. He's like, what's it about? I was like, shit, that pisses me off. Because that is kind of what started this whole show. It was basically because I couldn't afford fucking therapy during the pandemic. So I thought this would give me a safe space to just vent about all the shit that was under my fucking skin without somebody interrupting me or charging me or judging me, at least not to my face. That's kind of what it started. And it's evolved to this lovely little piece of entertainment that we have now, right? And so we're talking for a second and he goes to... um. He said he would look it up as soon as we were done driving and subscribe and all that, which I thought was nice of him. Um, and he's like, so what are you so pissed off about? I was like, you know, just everything, everything in life. My kid, fucking TJ Maxx, scenarios, whatever, whatever the fuck. I just be shitty and petty about everything. I'm a cool person, though, really. And that's when he asked me, well, where do you stand on the whole red pill thing? Fuck. What the fuck is that shit, right? 
first thing I think of is Matrix, even though I have never seen that fucking movie. I know that there's a red pill and a blue pill, only because my boyfriend and my son love that little fucking science fiction shit, and I don't get it. I don't care to get it, but I know that that was a thing in it. I was thinking it's either that or some kind of fucking birth control, right? And I was like, uh, where do you stand on it? Right? Because I don't want to look like the total know nothing in the fucking backseat who just said I was a content creator, but I have no idea what's going on in current events and content creating, right? I don't want to look like that. But I ended up, I did end up asking him, like, what the fuck is that? Um, and that's when he told me about this whole world of the red pill shit. Basically, what it is, it's men feeling like women are doing a little too much these days. In a nutshell. And now when he first said that, I was kind of like, you know what? I agree. Because I do. First of all, especially in America, women, shut up. Because I don't know. I, I just don't know what feminists or, or any of the people who are fighting this feminism fight. What are you doing? We already got that shit. Are there doctors sitting around somewhere trying to cure polio? Like, what the fuck? Not only is that super irritating because I feel like your energy could be better spent elsewhere than trying to solve some pay gap that really doesn't exist, at least not based on gender alone. It's just, it doesn't. But how disrespectful to all the women who, like, really gave their lives to win us the right to vote, who really got us equal wages, like suffragettes and shit, like people who had their whole lives snatched from them, even the last breath out of their fucking lungs, to actually get us some fucking rights as women. How dare you? I think you just want an excuse to not shave your legs. It's not that I'm knocking people who believe in equality for all, but we kind of already have that. I realize that in America, we're always going to have our problems amongst ourselves, for sure. The diversity alone ensures that, like, the way people live in California, way different than the people who live in the Deep South or Connecticut or wherever the fuck. You know, we all kind of have our own little state cultures and shit, but that's what makes America great. We're a melting pot of shit where we try to establish equality for all. Can we change everybody's bias? Can we change everybody individually, like their prejudice? No. But for the most part, Western culture is pretty fucking fair. The whole pay gap thing is kind of a joke because whatever gap does exist, it's not based on gender alone, and therefore it can't be solved on gender basis alone, right? Um, so when he first starts telling me about this whole red pill thing, I'm kind of like, okay, tell me more. Because I, uh, I'm curious. I'm kind of annoyed with these fucking hairy arm pit bitches too. And I know that the pay gap doesn't exist. First of all, women, like there's so many different dynamics that go into that fucking pay gap. If we, if we really want to get into the weeds about it, um, it's not just gender alone. If two fucking people, one male, one female, both graduate from the same goddamn college, have the same amount of no work experience, and they go into the same goddamn field and they both get hired, they're both going to get paid the same. And if they don't, then fucking start a protest, okay? But typically, that's not the case. The reason why a pay gap exists is because, you know, some women want to go home and have a baby, some, most women, honestly, like, they just don't go into professions that pay that much. Teaching, nursing, not doctors, nursing, or just, just different, uh, like, social work, shit like that, where they're dealing with people, where they're trying to help people. It's not like they're being fucking PG&E linemen, okay? If you want to fucking make as much as a man, go do the dangerous-ass shit that they do, because those jobs just pay more. But that's neither here nor there. That's not what we're going to talk about today. I just don't believe it exists, and for the women that do... Do your research, bitches, because there's a lot more fucking statistics going into that uh, gap than you think. It's, and 
none of them are gender. Like, I mean, and if they are gender, it's more just because of what our genders biologically tend to do. It's not some fucking established ass fucking inequality in our pace. Okay, get over it. And when I express that to the guy, he's kind of like, oh, my God, you know what you should do? Well, first he told me he tried to look up my show. This is the lift guy I'm talking about now. He tried to look up my show on YouTube like he's typing it in. He's like, how do you spell it? I'm like, bro, it's two, three letter words. Bad cow. And it's not popping up. And I see on his phone that he's at YouTube. I'm like, oh, I'm not on YouTube. And he's like, you're not on YouTube. Is there an echo in here? No, I'm not on YouTube. Ugh. I'm kind of an old bitch, okay? I don't fucking get this shit. I don't like this shit. All I have is audio. I don't want to do video. I don't have a fucking real studio and shit. I'm not trying to have nine ring lights in my face. I mean, I would, but I just haven't figured it out yet. So bite me. Can you go to any other fucking podcast platform? I guarantee you I'm on all of those. He's like, okay, but you're missing a bag over here on YouTube. I'm like, damn. He's like, because there's all this shit you could do now on YouTube. You could do these fucking chat blasts or whatever the fuck he was saying i don't know i'm sure that's not the right term but he was like there's hella shit and then there's rumble if you want to do some more you know not so politically correct type talking and all types of shit and he's like you know what you should do you should check out this fresh and fit podcast you should go on there they fly bitches out from all over the world to go on their fucking podcast and i'm thinking okay why what's so great about them and that's when he tells me that these are men hosting a podcast that supposedly provide advice to other men on dating finance and fitness. That's their shit. They are there to support men and help men because God knows men have just been getting a shaft for years, right? Right. And I'm totally all for that. The way he presented this show to be was a, a male supporting podcast. Let's do it. We all need men. I mean, we need each other. We need men. We need men need women. It's just how it works. Okay. The fucking pieces for each other's puzzles. I mean, I guess nowadays it could be all types of shit with this woke stuff, but on a very uh, bottom of the evolutionary chain, we are mammals at the end of the day. We want to reproduce, hunter-gatherers, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Men need women if we want to keep this species going, okay? So when he's talking about this as just a male support type deal, I was like, okay. He's like, yeah, and then they, they fly all these feminists out there and they totally fucking school them on shit. And I'm like, oh, shit, I love that shit because some of these feminists are goddamn dumb. The shit that they say. I heard some short the other day where a guy asked, okay, so if you have a baby, the guy has to pay child support, right? And she's like, yeah, he, ha- he made half the problem and blah. And he's like, okay, but what if you leave the baby with him because you don't want anything to do with it? Do you have to pay child support? Well, no, that's his decision. Bitch, how fucking dumb the type of bitches i want to distance myself from them and their fucking bubblehead thoughts like that like jesus <sighs> so i'm happy that there's some kind of podcast that addresses this right to people's faces because i love it when people can be upfront. i love it when people can be direct it may you know rub some people the wrong way it may hurt their feelings but if they could learn something from it that's amazing and I think one of the reasons why I was so open to it, why I wanted to be so receptive to this fucking podcast is mostly Jordan Peterson. Because when I first read a couple pages of his book, The 12 Rules for Life, it starts off talking about how males are, the whole male being is inherently the order of life. And female is the, you know, epitome of chaos. Mm, okay, Jordan, where are we going with this? Land your plane quick because you might lose me, right? But I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person who just within one line of a the very first chapter of a fucking book 
you know, it kind of fucking tickled me wrong. So I'm just not going to do it. Stupid person. That's just dumb. When you just want to remain ignorant because new ideas might offend you a little bit before you even have a chance to really let the person elaborate or or explain, you're not going to get anywhere, right? If you could just shut the fuck up and put your emotions in check, you might learn something, bitch, and be a better person for it. So that's why when he tells me about this Fresh and Fit podcast, I so want to check it out. So dude drops me off. I get into my house immediately. Fresh and Fit podcast. I Google the shit. Now, the only complete episode that I watched was with Waka Flocka. Now, what's funny is I only really have ever, I mean, I'm sure I know more Waka Flocka songs than I thought. But the one that I know for sure, because I played it over and over and over and over again when it first came out, was the, um, throwing money in the air, cut on a rolling I know that song's like 10 years old, Bite Me Bitch. I'm a classic person, okay? Ugh. I like the retro, the vintage, that fucking shit. Just fucking, uh. But I like that song. So I, I'm aware of who Waka Flocka is. He's a rapper, right? So when I see that that's like, basically what it was, was I typed in Fresh and Fit. That was the first episode that popped up. So click, play, let's watch. Um, now within the first few minutes, just like Jordan Peterson's book, there's one host in particular who really steals the spotlight. Kind of a controversial guy. I guess he's gotten kicked off a couple platforms because of quote unquote like hate speech type shit. Um, which I know can not completely be true, especially nowadays when everybody's so fucking sensitive. So I kind of just like let that fall to the wayside. But the first few minutes when he introduces himself and the show and he really quick does a fast little promo for a book that he just wrote, which is about 80 pages. I think James and the Giant Peach is longer than that, but that's okay. It doesn't matter who gives a fuck. It's 80 pages more of a book than I've ever wrote, right? Um... But the title of the book is called Why Women Deserve Less. All right, Lindsay, keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. Because somebody recommended this fucking shit to you, thinking that it might align with how you feel about the world. So just fucking keep an open mind. Maybe he's going to elaborate to a point where I might understand what the fuck he means and be okay with that title, right? So I did. My mind is wide open. Okay? wide the fuck open like it's open like a fucking 24-hour walmart my fucking mind is open um so on this episode in particular it's these hosts it's waka flocka and like 15 bitches some are in remote areas in different locations right they're just kind of joining over the phone or whatever the fuck with all these goddamn different apps and zooms and shit and then there's like 11 bitches at the table on either side of Waka Flocka. What's funny is like this guy who hosts it. For as much shit as he talks. I really wish he would get a fucking better camera angle. Because all you can see is the fucking bullseye balding spot on the back of his head. But you know what Lindsay. Let's not be petty. Fuck appearances. Let's just listen to what this guy has to say. Maybe maybe he's got something under that bald spot. That's just going to really fucking tickle your fancy. Right? And in the beginning he did. You know. I kind of feel like the way I uh, emotionally went through this episode was the same way I did with the Emma Chamberlain one, where it's like, I'm hopeful in the beginning, right? They're making a lot of good points, a lot of good one-liners that really just kind of hit home that I agree with, where I'm like, amen. But you know, you give a motherfucker enough rope, they make you want to choke him. The higher the monkey climbs up the tree, the more of his ass you can see kind of shit, right? Uh... 
Now, the reason I'm sharing this on Women's Wednesday is because this motherfucker's podcast is not giving men advice about finance. It's not giving men advice on how to fucking work out and really get their fucking arms big and shit. Um, it's really not even that much about dating. What this shit is about is basically bashing women. Um, and I'm not saying that from like a sensitive standpoint. I could give a fuck what this guy thinks about women if he labels me as a hoe or a or a washed up whatever the fuck. I don't care. He's got a bunch of nice little key terms that he randomly throws at people. But that's what this motherfucker is doing. Um, he's come up with a bunch of cool little terms and shit. And really what he does is he gets a bunch of like bubble butt bimbos on his show who look totally like they belong in a fucking rap video. All of them. They're cute for sure. Some of them even have like degrees and shit. Which is great. But they are all there in fucking low cut tops, tight fitting fucking pants, maybe like. I don't know. I couldn't see their feet, but I'm sure at least a couple of them had some stripper heels. They got bomb-ass makeup on. You know what I mean? They look good. Awesome little eye candies for the thumbnail that they use on YouTube, right? It It's great. But what he does to these bitches is he goes around the table. He lets them all introduce himself. And the questions he asks are, you know, what's your name? How old are you? What's your dating status like right now? Are you single? Are you married? What's your highest leg- education level? What do you do for work and uh what was the other one oh and like where are you from originally basically so these girls are going around and what what i don't like about content creators like him is they seem to punch down a lot which is never an attractive feature but even that's not turning me off right away i'm still trying to keep an open mind because there were a lot of dumb bitches on this show who were saying dumb shit Like when he uh, is expressing to women that the majority of men do something like the majority of men are A, B, and C. There's always that one fucking bitch who's like, but it shouldn't matter. They should be able to look past that. My past is my past. It shouldn't matter. Bitch, nobody's talking about shouldn't. There's a lot of things that shouldn't happen. Fucking kids shouldn't get cancer. And there shouldn't be any fucking civilian casualties in war. There shouldn't be any fucking food shortages. There shouldn't be a lot of shit, bitch. But the reality of it is there is. So... Let's continue the conversation without the shouldn'ts, right? I get that. And I like when he calls people out on that because those shouldn'ts can really fucking stall up any kind of intelligent conversation. It's frustrating. Uh. But anyway, so he kind of like takes these little fucking cheap shots at a couple bitches initially about them wasting his time or about he believes them to be lying about maybe why they are not choosing to disclose their relationship status. Well, it's because you don't respect your man. Okay, that's totally an opinion. No, no, I know you don't. I don't know you don't. Very self-confident guy, right? By the way, this guy's name is uh, Myron Gaines. If you don't know him, look him up. Um, he's very entertaining. I'll say that. As the show progresses, I start to not feel like I'm aligning so much with this narrative that these guys push. Because again, this isn't a fucking pro-men platform. This is an anti-women shit. They're just really fucking, uh, I wish I could play a couple clips for you just so you guys could hear how the fuck these hosts, uh, interact with these females that they have on here. Cause what happens is, is they ask these really fucking provocative questions and women respond kind of in an atypical fashion where they say responses that don't really make sense. They say the should have, could have responses, or they say things that really aren't based in reality. 
Um, one of the questions he asks is, should it matter what a woman's body count is? And what he means by body count is how many fucking people that they fucked, right? So if a woman has fucked 300 men, should that matter to a man? And all these fucking video hoes are like, no, it shouldn't matter. That's my past. Well, bitch. Mm. You and 300 other dudes is past. Like, fuck. That might be a little hard to get over. And then he goes a step further and he asks things like, okay, well, what if your son is dating a woman who's thinking about marrying and you find out she's got a body count of 300? What the fuck are you going to tell your son? Hmm. It's a good question, Myron. Honestly, it would fucking concern me. And if my son didn't know, I would for sure make him aware. That's my job as a mom. What the fuck? And if he chose to be with that woman afterwards and she seemed to, uh, you know, want to put her past behind her. And I truly believe she wanted to put her past behind her because women can do that. People change. People grow up. I don't like the Power Rangers anymore. You know what I mean? Like shit happens. <laughs> People grow. Then I would respect her, especially if she ended up having my grandchildren or if she really loved my son and made him happy. I would have no choice but to accept her because then if I don't, I, you know, I X my son out of my life and that's not going to happen. So I would definitely make him aware because I think he has the right to know. But at the same time, of course, me personally, that is not going to affect my judgment of this bitch. She's not. Um, but he always tries to express to these women, okay, but for a majority of men, that is going to bother them. And it's like, okay, great. The fuck is the point of this conversation? This guy is um, not only, he's, again, very entertaining, but he's exceptionally arrogant. He's, I think he's one of those people who's like rude as fuck, but then he's like, I'm just keeping it real. I hate that shit. And the best part was uh, Waka Flocka, who is a rapper, who I think rappers tend to have a reputation of not respecting women, right? Oh, my God. But I loved what he did in this episode because not only did he tell bro, like, you're wrong. That was fucked up what you just said to that bitch. But he ended up just walking out. <laughs> like, in the middle of the show, he gets on his phone and he's like, bro, I got to go. Bye. That's how obnoxious these fucking hosts and their viewpoints were. Was a rapper... Didn't even want to be around it anymore. And I'm not saying that all rappers are dogs. It's not like that. But I mean, watch any of their videos and you wouldn't, you, you'd wonder. I don't, I don't know if they necessarily, you know, it, it's, it's believable why a lot of people have the opinion that rappers disrespect or don't have any respect for women because that's just, that's part of the business. Money, hoes, cars, clothes, all the shit. So I feel like when a rapper looks like the more respectable gentleman, and, and he was, he was totally, it wasn't like this guy was so bad at just, the rapper had to look that that good just by default. No, he really did. He, I think he was a stand-up guy in how he handled himself, how he handled the disagreement with this fucking stupid-ass host, and then how he just kind of bowed out nicely. He said, I'm not going to disrespect you on your show. He tried to give him a little fist bump on the way out, and I don't think Myron was really wanting it, but he did it anyways because he was going to look like a fucking asshole if he didn't. But so I'm watching all these interactions. I'm watching this rapper look like, like Jesus walking off of there. And that's when I started to think, damn, like... The fuck is this guy's story, this Myron Gaines? Why is he... Like, he goes hard in the paint when it comes to fucking hating on women and how women conduct themselves. Because his whole thing is, like, women have have liberated themselves from male oppression, right? In past generations. Like, that speaks to what a lot of his book is about and how women basically have just developed this attitude of, I don't need you for shit, towards men. And it's kind of true. Now that women are working and we're not just always barefoot in the kitchen and some of us don't want a family anymore, like, motherfucker, why do I need your check? bitch if i can take care of all my fucking bills all by myself you're needed for what exactly just some dick and myron doesn't like that 
he doesn't believe that's how it should be. Like, women have no respect for men nowadays. That's what he says. But Myron, come on, now check it out. I think that's because even in this country, women were getting dogged out for decades. Right? Like, fucking spending three hours making a meal for a man who comes home and gobbles it all up in three minutes and then yells at your ass for fucking being in front of the TV while you're grabbing him another beer. Fuck that. While we're raising all the heathens, while we're packing the lunches and washing the clothes and fucking doing all that shit, like all you got to do is go to work and come home and be a disrespectful ass fucking slob. And who knows? Majority of them might have even smacked their wives around a little bit because a lot of our fucking, even our TV shows, to the moon, Alice. Everybody remembers that line, right? What that guy is saying is like, if you say one more motherfucking word, bitch, I will knock you fucking to the moon. (laughs) That's the shit women were putting up with. Look at the Mary Tyler Moore show. That whole show is about sexual harassment. You know what I mean? So it's not like women don't have a basis for where they're fucking coming from, Myron. Right? But that's when I think, okay, but why is Myron acting this way? Maybe Myron has a good reason. This is my theory on Myron. This is before I even start looking him up. As I'm watching the show, I kind of think to myself, hmm. So a woman-hating-ass motherfucker. Why is that? Typically, men love their moms, right? However a man feels about women stems from how he feels about his mother. I feel that because of how I've seen men that I know interact with their mother and how they treat women outside of their mother. And also because I'm raising a little fucking boy. So I, you know what I mean? I see the connection that 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 occurs when when you're in your childhood and the development that you go through with your mom. And I've seen guys who are such fucking assholes to their moms. And not only are they just an asshole to women too, but they're like an asshole to everybody. People, you can tell a lot about a motherfucker by how he treats his mom. And I feel like if you don't ever get to meet the mom, you could tell a lot about a motherfucker by how he treats other women. I mean, and, and he, this guy is on here really with like a, a serious ass checklist as far as what he expects from a woman how he thinks women should act how he thinks women should behave listen all this shit Mm. now that rings the bell of either you had a shit mom you had a shit relationship with your mom or you're from a culture that shits on moms and women as a whole now when i'm looking at this guy i hate to sound racist but his He's not some white guy from fucking, you know, Alabama. He's a light-skinned motherfucker. All I see is this motherfucker who looks like he could be fucking Muslim or some shit. Talking shit about women. So to me, it it was kind of like, okay, I mean, that adds up. You know, like, any cultural background that stems from somewhere where women have to dress like fucking beekeepers and shit, chances are your respect for women might be a titch lower than, than what's the norm in America. And not that that makes it okay, but it's a little bit understandable. It's kind of like when you find out a serial killer was getting his ass raped by his own father or some shit, and that's why he ended up killing a bunch of people. It's like, okay, it's not, it doesn't make it okay, but damn, that's a dark place to be coming from. A little bit understandable, right? So that's what I'm thinking. And then after I started thinking that, I'm like, okay, you know what, Lindsay, why don't you just do your fucking research? So that's what I did. And you guys know me. All I need is a name or an address or whatever the fuck, and I will find you, bitch. I will find you. Because when I Google him, it tells me all these different things about him. How he went to Northeastern University, which is a really fucking preppy-ass school. But it's not just a preppy-ass school. It's a school you got to work pretty fucking hard to get into. The guy does seem to be about, like, working hard and having discipline. He 
Um, what I learned from my little Googling is not only did he work his ass off to get into that school, which you need like a 4.0 or higher to get into, but he's also very fit. He's the fit for fresh and fit, right? He was a like a personal trainer or a fitness trainer. He also worked for Homeland Security once he graduated. He got a degree in criminal justice. Those are all things that require fucking discipline, daily discipline. This guy motherfucking works. Real estate person, like he's successful as far as his finances go. And now he has this awesome podcast where he pisses everybody off on it. So, I mean, I, I get it. I'm not trying to say that this is a guy who expects to have like a, a pretty ish face and a loud fucking offensive mouth and that's why he got famous no i think he probably had to work pretty hard i think a lot was probably expected on him maybe a lot of pressure was put on him probably because also something he did while he was at northeastern university is he was on the fucking rowing team jesus i don't know if y'all remember my row 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 you know but fuck you know how hard it is to row a boat hard fucking jesus rock hard that shit is fucking hard damn near fucking passed out trying to row a boat with just me and my fucking son in it Mm mm-mm road team is hard like so i know that this guy works hard i know that he has a good work ethic i know that he's fucking disciplined but he's also an arrogant fucking woman hater and he does look like he has some type of arabic background like and i hate to sound like i'm applying some blanket ass fucking cultural viewpoint on him but you know he does that to women all day so i think it's only fair or it should just be allowed at least that i do so I'm Googling and I'm Googling and that's when something pops up about how his original name. Wait, what? What do you mean original name? Like he's got a stage name? Yes, he gave himself a stage name. This motherfucker thinks he's so Hollywood that he wanted a stage name. And I wonder why. What was his original name? His original name was Amru Fudel. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right because it's a very not American name. But it doesn't matter if it's American. I don't give a fuck. But I'm just sitting here thinking, well, <laughs> Why? Why'd you change your name, bitch? Like, you were in a fucking prep-ass Connecticut university where you were totally accepted because you got into the university after working hard for your grades and you got on the road team and shit and you're there with every other fucking Barbie and Ken, bitch. So why, why all of a sudden do you have a problem with the name Amru? Is it just because you were getting on this platform where you felt like you were going to have a lot more publicity and you wanted to hide your identity? I, I mean... Obviously not, because it's all over the fucking internet that that's not your name, which is weird to me. That's fucking weird to me. You just kind of created this fictional-ass character for yourself, and you're rocking it as if it's truth. What's funny about that is on this Waka Flocka episode, this bitch is on there kind of talking shit in the beginning about she doesn't want to talk about her age, and she doesn't want to do this, and he's like, well, age is a fact. It's not something you could just change. Well, bitch, it looks like you might have, along with your motherfucking name. So his name is Amru Fidel. According to the uh, background shit that I looked up on him, he's... Born in February 1990, but according to all this fucking Google ass search, he's from September 1985, which is odd. Like, like not only did you add a couple years of quote unquote life experience to your resume, but you changed the month and everything. Like, and I don't know why. Fucking Virgos are weird. Sisters of Virgo. Ugh. Okay, but okay. So you gave yourself a stage name and a fucking couple extra years in life to make yourself seem whatever. I don't know. I don't know why you did that. And I'm not sure if you just were never ever confident as Amru and you needed to create some fucking alter ego in order to be able to say the fucked up shit that you be saying. If that's the case, okay. What What's funny to me about this shit is not only does he just, you know, without blinking, kind of try to push this ego onto everybody, this this whole character that's not a real person with a straight face onto everybody, but he claims that he is doing this all to help men, to advise men, to give them his, you know, tips and tricks and whatever hacks on how to date and 
I have a couple like mottos that I try to live by. And one of them is, bitch, if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because you've never done it, then don't act like you could talk about it. Right. I said that on the show before, like. If you've never been an addict, don't tell an addict how easy it is to quit. If you're not a fucking pilot, bitch, don't teach me how to fly. So the single ass guy who can't decide what his name is or even how old he is, is somebody who's advising men on how to behave and interact with women, which is hilarious. Any man who is actually sitting and watching this podcast and taking notes, what the fuck? I hope you're not expecting to get married or late anytime soon because this guy isn't. How is this guy over here asking me what I would tell my son or my husband when he's not a father? He's not a husband. Apparently, he's still single. Um, There was a bunch of little clips online for the images that came up when I Googled his name for him, like soliciting people that he wanted to bring on the show. He's like, okay, well, I only collaborate with people that I potentially want to date. Bitches are like, "Um, okay, well, feel free to not fly me out to Miami then, you fucking weirdo. It's just weird. And he feels like it's because men should chase success, not women, even though he's lightweight chasing women behind the scenes. He feels like age isn't something that can be negotiated, even though he's fucking kind of added a couple years to his life. And I don't know what the fuck is wrong with the name Amru. Why don't you want to keep the name Amru, Myron? Fucking weird. What's interesting to me is not only is, I mean, it's one thing if people just want to watch him for entertainment value. But if anybody is actually taking him seriously and buying his book and all this old goddamn blow me ass shit. Mm, I'm worried about our future, if that's the case. Uh. Like I said, Waka Flocka ended up just fucking walking off of this guy's show because he could see right through him quick. Uh, a real one can. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I'd never want to be on this show. The last point I want to make about this guy and about a lot of people who are like him, there's a couple other YouTubers I see who do shit like this all the time where if you want to call yourself a expert debater, if you want to feel like your points are really valid, if you want to feel like you can have an intelligent discussion with somebody who can, you know, teach you as well be, as well as be taught, like... Find somebody on your level. Find somebody who's able to keep up. And not only keep up, but also keep you on your toes, bitch. Like, you're bringing all these fucking 22-year-old fucking hoes on your show. Fast-talking them, one-lining them, doing all these fucking different punchlines as far as making them uncomfortable. And then when they get defensive, you want to tell them that they're being disrespectful and you kick them off your show? You old fucking weirdo. What the hell? What kind of bully invites you to have an issue with them and then throws a tantrum when you fucking fight back and kicks you out? Like, you're not allowed to come fight anymore. Some weird ass shit. There's so many different things he says on his show where you just you look at him like, whoa, like one time this girl was was she and she was just joking. He was saying something like, "Okay, be quiet. And she was like, no, you be quiet. And he's like, whose show are you on? Easy, Napoleon. Okay, easy. Fucking tyrannical ass weirdo. So I'm curious if my theory is correct. If anybody knows, please let me know, because I do think this mother or this guy again had a shit relationship with his mother or he comes from a culture that has no respect for women. And I don't know if I'll ever be able to have respect for him because although I agree with a lot of his points and a lot of his views and I do like a lot of his little uh, mottos and or one-liner type things that he said because they were good little zingers. But this motherfucker is not fighting somebody's own size. And then he wants to pat himself on the back for winning. Like, I don't think anybody is ever going to be excited to see some educated, experienced person basically just verbally beat the shit out of People who are not on that level, people who only have a GED or people who aren't able to keep up because it's not their platform because they're not used to this fucking shit. I just don't have respect for people who can at least fight on the level that they are um, on. There's another guy who does this on YouTube, something louder with chowder or whatever, where he takes a table and he sets it up at college campuses that says some provocative ass question on this big ass sign. And then it says, change my mind. He's inviting people to come debate him, right? 
being 15 years older than them, having a lot more experience and knowledges of different politics and different things. And, you know, he's going to a college campus where people are in an uproar about not being able to, you know, I don't know, fucking wear a G-stream class or some shit. I don't know what fucking college kids get mad about. But the age difference alone lets me know that he cannot, he can't battle on any level, especially on the one that he should be battling on. He has to fight down, which is not an admirable quality, like on any level. You ain't shit. I definitely am not going to be able to date nobody who can change their name to this fucking weird ass like celebrity name when they're not no fucking celebrity. You don't need a stage name, bitch, if you don't have a stage. Like, I get that you have a podcast platform, but motherfucker, stop it. Keep it real. You can't keep it real. You're not keeping it real. We don't know how old you are. We don't know your name. Like, stop it. Yeah, I'll never I'll never be able to uh, like respect or fuck with somebody who kind of lays the trap for these people that are already beneath him. And then when they fall into it, Not only does he, like, kick them off the show and kind of pat himself on the back for being able to prove his own fucking point, but then later on he'll use it against them in a way that that he thinks raises him a little bit. Like, one thing he was saying was how women women just don't have any respect for men. Look at how these women come on the show. We tell them all the time, don't do this, don't do this. We tell, I tell them, girls that work for me tell them, my producers tell them, and then they get on the show and they act a fucking fool. And I don't get it. Well, bitch, because you're probably sitting there poking and prodding them on levels that they're not able to comprehend or cope with, and then you wonder why they act their age, and then you kick them off as if you're the mature, wise one. Bitch, get the fuck out of my face. I don't know how the fuck anybody puts up with his ass. He looks like a bald-ass master splinter. What he should be promoting is how to have a successful podcast, how to financially, you know, elevate yourself as far as a content creator goes. Dating, women, how society should treat each other. Like, mm -mm, that's not his forte. You could tell just by his fucking life. He doesn't even know who the fuck he wants to be, let alone who he wants to date. And he's single as fuck. Married people are taking advice from this motherfucker who's single with no kids. Why? Because he's entertaining. That's what's upsetting. That's what's frustrating. Anyways, ladies, um, if you meet a red pillar, just understand he's probably taking it for ED, okay? I'm real, whatever the fuck your name is, you're a weirdo, dude. You're fucking weird. Uh, And I feel bad for your mom. For real. I think most of his viewers are just people looking for a funny laugh. Like, I don't think anybody really takes him seriously. And if they do, uh, God help us. There's a reason why male-dominant societies don't fucking work. They haven't worked. There's dynasties and different types of fucking ancient-ass countries and shit that have been around for fucking years. In our country, America, the melting pot where we value equality, we're shitting on everybody. Sure, there might be richer countries or there might be more whatever countries, but we're shitting on everybody. Everybody wants to come to America. Everybody, this is the land of dreams. Golden opportunity here. I like being able to live in somewhere where I can wear a short sleeve shirt and fucking drive a car. I don't think he's happy here because that's the type of, uh, you know, shit that women are expecting in their society. Yeah, motherfucker, we are. I'm so sorry that you are too busy chasing success instead of women. I, I get that you feel like women are hoes and you're just a homemaker, but bitch, I don't think you're making any hoes. You might be making hoes mad, but you're not turning them into hoes. I don't think you're putting your dick in anything other than your fucking hand. Um, we're just going to stop there because I don't want to be too super antagonistic towards this bald ass. Like, I don't want to be that way. Let's not be that, Lindsay. I'm glad you love you because that might be where the buck stops. All right, everybody, that about wraps it up for today. We got another one in the books. Thank you again so much for your listening support. I can't tell you how much it means to me. If you ever want to shout me out or come see what else I'm up to when I'm not in your speakers, feel free. I'm on Instagram at Bad Cow Podcast, Facebook on Bad Cow Podcast Show. And if you ever want to reach me directly, you can do so at Bad Cow Podcast Show at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. 
See you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>